Hi, I'm Jade Madison Scott, the creator of The Bookmarks, and this is a fun little note from me to you so you know what the heck is going on. The show you're about to listen to, The Bookmarks, is an improv comedy. Short outlines were written so the actors would have a plot skeleton to work with, but the words, the character choices, that's all them just making it up as they go. And because this is a book podcast that parodies book podcasts, I want to make it clear that the authors and books the characters talk about are absolute fiction, totally made up by the actors on the spot, so there's no need to Google is blah to blah a real book, because it's not. The actors are just so good to make you think it is. All right, that's all I wanted to say, so let's get to why you're really here. Please enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. Yo, yo, yo. Yo. Welcome to our very first episode, the inaugural episode of The The Bookmarks. Bookmarks. You hit that. Wow. Go ahead, Markel. Uh, it's a pleasure to start this. I am your host, Mark Bookerson. And I am Markel Bookerson. No relation. Just friends who happen to have the same, the same last, last name, name and love books. Kind of first name, too. And we're just super duper excited Stoked to just even. start a awesome book podcast where we just kind of talk about a lot of the new cutting edge brand mm-hmm. new books that are on the market mm-hmm. and this week we are going to be looking at the liar amongst us by jackson jackson which has been on the new york times bestselling list for like what like 18 weeks uh something like that yeah something around 18 crazy yeah it's you know it's a cool number and you know we're gonna have some cool things to say about the book so that's right we you are. know Really excited to get into that, but first... A word from our sponsor? Yeah, they are. So, turns out we don't actually have any sponsors, but if we did... That was a little lie. It was a yeah. lie. It was a little lie. A little fib between, little fib you know, between host and, and audience. Hosts. But if this is where we had a sponsor, this is where it would go. Exactly. And we're saying, you know, if you have a podcast. A service. A service. Anything. Send us something over and we'll we'll listen to it. And if we like it, we'll feature it here. We'll feature pretty much We will promote. Anything. We will promote your product, service, or podcast. Send it. Do it. Exactly. Uh, for example... Uh, Markel, what's like a thing we could uh, say? Thing. Um. Oh. Uh. Uh. For those who can't see, which is all of you, Mark here is wearing a beautiful, gorgeous sweater. It's very soft. Oh yeah, this is some classic designer stuff. Chateau de Poubelle. This this stuff is not cheap. Uh, and it is. It it lives up to every single cent. I think I got this. My mother purchased this for me version of it a while back i just loved it so much that i knew i had to get not one but three i mean if you're three. gonna wear clothes you might as well wear the clothes your mother bought for you as a child like she obviously has the superior fashion your, sense here. your mother has the best oh susan susan styles yeah uh if you don't mind my asking how much would a real chateau de Pogon run um where from I mean this for example was what 2700 or something like that 2400 because I bought three so about $900 in savings it's like what like Ah. uh, a month's rent half a month I don't you know mom helps with a lot of that stuff but I don't regret a single cent 
clearly not. We should probably move into our review, huh? Uh, the Liar Amongst Us by Jackson Jackson. Jackson Jackson. Let's talk about it. All right, so The Liar Amongst Us by Jackson Jackson. Epic thriller novel. It's definitely, you know, it's interesting. It's very different than a lot of Jackson's older work, which, you know, were kind of like overly mushy, maybe a little like lacking perspective romances. Well, I think that this is this is a sign though that he's really coming into his own as an author because yeah, his older stuff was a little bit hammy. I admit to that, but he's he's really pulling all the punches with this book. Like The Liar Amongst Us guys. Guys, this book is nuts. It's a certain but gear shift for, ahead of for Jackson. Um It it totally is. We, we should probably tell them what it's about. Yeah? Right. So the book follows sort of three prep school students. They go to... Uh, socialites. Yeah, they're socialites, you know. The I, Golden... Golden Lotus Academy, uh, which is actually based on the Johnson School for Learning in upstate New York, which was my school's mm-hmm. rival. Uh, but, mm-hmm. you know, Golden Lotus Academy, where our main characters, Chad, Ithaca, and Leonard are the three top students. Yeah, and as a result of that, they get to go on this cruise ship that's going to go head to Australia. Australia, New South Wales. And uh, there's there's this, this bit at the beginning, too, where you find out that uh, Chad, who is our main protagonist of the three, is actually, uh, he's an orphan. Mm -hmm. And he's, his, his parents both died in a horrible accident when he was very young and he's always been struggling it's it's this really touching thing about how you've got this kid who's on the up and up who's just like been enrolled in the school and like he's he's not respected or liked by anybody except for Ithaca and Lawrence and so when the three of them come together on this this cruise ship at the start it's it's like his life is finally starting to go in the right direction. Exactly. And, you know, as we sort of start going through the book, they kind of get on this ship and, you know, they start noticing that things are perhaps a little bit off, a little bit weird. A lot of the people who run the ship are, you know, they have like weird smiles on their faces at all points in time. They're always present. Yeah, it's 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 a little off. It's a little off, but you can't quite put your finger on why. Because, I mean, it could be like one of those weird cruise ships where everybody has to go, Haha, you know, and they're just, they're part of a cult. Like but a anyway, Disney cruise, anyway. yeah. And yeah, like a Disney. I wasn't going to say it, but there it is. No, I get it, yeah. And so yeah. I've been on a couple of those myself. And so Ooh, they you. definitely, you know, start going through being on this cruise ship and meeting some of the other passengers who aren't necessarily the staff and kind of making friends and slowly some of the people, you know, that they start to meet start to slowly go missing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's this, there's this beautiful scene earlier in the book where uh, Ithaca is, is going out to smoke a cigarette on the lower deck Mm. and uh, Jackson describes this, this beautifully eerie scene where there's just nobody 
on the bu- on the ship, full stop. She's just like walking around and she can't find a single person. She's going through the buffet where they serve like it's like one of those Brazilian style buffets, you know, where they have all the meat. The meats and, and they the cut meats them for you. And yeah. uh and then she can't find anybody. And then she comes up to Chad and Chad is just like weirdly calm about this whole situation. Chad it was really I think that was around the time they sad. had that the the alliterate the V's you know yes it was oh you know, god i loved it guys there was there was there was the sentence that jackson does where there's like 76 syllables in it it's all v's all v words and it's just alliteration makes my little heart happy and i just mm, god i i loved it so much i love his style just side note i love jackson's style he is he is it is gorgeous i definitely Jackson's. have some some thoughts but we, we can talk about that later uh yeah but, to kind yeah. of get into where the book heads, you know, they end up getting closer with the captain of the ship, Captain Stevenson. Yes, and Captain Stevenson. they come to realize right around the halfway point, you know, that there's something off with Chad and Captain Stevenson. Yes. Soon learning that they are, in fact, father and son. And yes. Yep. Yep. The supposed orphan. His father's been a captain of this ship this whole time. And as we start pushing closer towards a conclusion, we start to realize that these buffets that they've been eating at have not had normal meat because they have not been able to stop at port at all. And so as they've been slowly going mad and people have slowly been going missing, we've come to find out that they actually are being fed some of their fellow passengers. And as we keep... Cannibalism. Yeah, cannibalism. Full stop. And Cannibalism, full as stop. As we get really near the end, we find out that all of the people who work on this ship are in this weird cult, and that not only is Captain Stevenson head of the cult, but the headmaster of the school and Chad are also in the cult, because the cult does this weird cannibalism ritual where they basically do this weird ritualistic sacrifice thing in the open sea uh, in the Bermuda Triangle and it gives them immortality somehow. And every single year the students who win this competition go out to sea to be eaten, sacrificed. It's crazy. But that's not the actual twist of the novel because we come to find out that Leonard and Ithaca, mm-hmm. uh, they actually are a little hip to this. And yes, they, they are, are not, you know, brand new to what's going on because their older siblings who were prior top students went missing. And so they've on connected the cruise. pieces. Yep. Exactly. And so they actually end up performing the ritualistic sacrifice of all the crew yep. through this, like, really intense action scene uh, where they get them all and they cook them in this very, very complex meal. It was very in-depth, like, beef wellington and stews and stuff. It was crazy. Uh, and there's just this really... It made me hungry. It did. There was this really... Which is weird. It was, it was a little humans, weird, but... but it, was just it is what it is. Really crazy scene to end the book off of them sort of just eating these people on the ship, floating alone, laughing. Uh, Drifting out to sea. In, into the void of the ocean. Into yeah. the void of the um, madness ocean. Oh, my God. And the Bermuda Triangle. It was crazy. It was so, so good. I, I, this yeah. was, it was, it was a quick read. I couldn't put it down. I would give it a solid eight out of ten. I really enjoyed <sighs> this. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slayer, eight, 
eight out of ten, like four yeah, twice. Eight out of ten. Yeah, four twice. That's what I would give it. I thought this was really excellent. It showcased his literary abilities, his his coming up as a writer. He has that beautiful V sentence with the alliteration. Uh, but you didn't feel like it was like, you know, overly hammy or like oddly paced at times or even no. just sort of like you know, the character writing wasn't the best. You didn't feel that? No, no. I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I don't understand how you didn't. Well, because it wasn't very good. Oh, that's interesting. Oh. Uh, we're going to talk about that as we talk about our thoughts yeah. on The Liar Amongst Us by Jackson Jackson. Cue the music. believe you didn't like this book, no, Mark. I, I thought it would be right look, up your alley. I just alley. sort of feel like it relies on cheap tricks and cross. I feel like it just rides waves and it rides trends oh. and, and that's just not who I want to be as a writer and that's, so I can't respect yeah, the book I, or the person who wrote it. I get that but the thing is if you want to be a writer, you have to pay attention to the trends, and sometimes you have to follow the trends. And if you can, be ahead of it. And in some ways, Jackson <sighs> is ahead of the trend. I mean, this is the first cannibalism ritual sacrifice book. That's... Yes, there are a lot of cannibalism books and a lot of ritual sacrifice, but I never refuse, before has somebody melded the two to together. That. I refuse to believe that. I'm sure that at least one other person has had the idea to put cannibalism and ritual sacrifice together. That's like peanut butter and jelly. Those are the two things that you expect to go together more than anything in this world. And I'm supposed to believe that Jack Zone is some great innovator who just discovered that, who just created this whole new sandwich that he made sliced bread, that he made peanut butter and jelly? No, he didn't. He didn't discover it. It's like that thing about how there's no such thing as a new story, you know? Every story has already been told in some way, shape, or form, and Jackson is he's an artist. He's an industry plant. Are you... An industry plant? It's literally called Jackson and Johnson Publishing. It, his family name is one of the names of the publishing company, but it's very clear that this book was only even published and is probably only even successful due to nepotism. Well, that's the thing, though. J&J Publishing is one of the best publishing houses in New York. Do you know how hard it is just to get their attention? just to get out of the slush pile and up to the top of it it's it takes an incredible amount of work i mean i would love to see jackson's query letter frankly oh you mean you mean the little uh text that he sent to his aunt that is that the query letter you want to see the little hey aunt uh i have a book manuscript that i wrote and i think it's so great Listen, i'd love for you to take a look at it i mean he he got three terrible romance use... novels published before this and i'm supposed to just think that that was because he was some great writer they saw potential in? No, because he, yes, he did. Okay, so Jackson, Jackson, for those of you who don't know, has written three romance novels. They were all vampire romances, and they weren't they weren't the best work, okay? Derivative he was, is what I would describe them they as. Weren't, okay, I admit they weren't great, but that was the thing. Those were his stepping stones. You can see the progression of his his literary skill evolving with the, the, the Biters trilogy and moving on into this 
novel, The Liar Amongst Us, you can really see him blossoming as a lit- potential literary great of our age. And, you know, if he is using nepotism, good for him, because, frankly, it's that... Not, not, not good for him, okay? Because there are people who are better than him. I mean, Markel, you're better than him. Thank you. And this guy has this book that's on the New York Times bestseller for 18 weeks, and, and I'm supposed to just sit here and be happy for him because he's another author of color, and he's telling such brave, unique stories. That's ridiculous to me. He's not... He doesn't... He doesn't deserve this. He doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve it. You don't have to like the artist to like the art. You know, I mean... I don't like the art either. But I do, and that's the thing. It's subjective, man. I mean, like... Yes, his first three books were not great, but this one is beautiful. And I honestly, I I kind of wish that I could be a little bit like him. I mean, please don't he, say that. Please don't say that. Marco. He has this. Please he has this this trajectory. I know you say that I'm a great writer, but I I doubt it sometimes. I mean, do you know how many times I've been rejected? Seventy eight times. Seventy eight times I've been rejected in the past month. It's hard being a writer. It is so hard. And I want to be brought into the fold the way Jackson Jackson was so I can improve too. I want to be on the New York Times bestselling list for 18 weeks. Markel, my mother is in charge of one of the most successful publishing companies that is out there. And I haven't been able to get my book published all right i understand the frustration but for jackson jackson to have a book out there that is that is not that i could do better than that i have i have manuscripts right now that are better than that book and he and for him to have a book that that has reached such mainstream according to you is setting the trend i i refuse to believe it he is not that good he's not he's not he's rude and he's conniving and he is a backstabber and he he is he is just someone that gets under your skin and when he gets there he just rips and he just pulls and he might even slam you down and ruin your really nice suit. That's the kind of guy that Jackson Jackson is. What are you talking about? We may have met once or twice before. You met Jackson Jackson? Yes, I met Jackson Jackson and Jackson Jackson is not everything he's cracked up to be, all right? Why? It was exactly five months ago to the day. Oh, I think you, your book would be so popular. Oh, you're too kind. In really. Hong Kong. Oh, it would do so well, I promise you. Oh, my gosh. It, I, I, ah! my eyes must be oh. deceiving me. You know, I just, no, no, that's what I'm seeing Berlin in Jack's own, Jack's own. 
together in the same place. Who who would ever think that? Lucky. Right? Hello, darling. Isn't it's that so crazy? lovely to see you. Oh, it's it's lovely to see you too, Berlin. Uh, how have you been since you know, things? Oh, I've been so busy. I, I just flew in from Moonbase Alpha this morning. <laughs> Not quite the jet lag. Yeah, love Moonbase Alpha. I did a lecture up there. Wow, a, a lecture? But you don't want to hear about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't you, know. It's, you are so considerate. It sounds like uh, oh. Mark might have some vested interest in uh, hearing about what you've been up to, Berlin. Jackson, it seems like maybe you have a vested interest since you're so interested in inquiring about it. I didn't realize that you were so uh, interested in Berlin. Well, Have you always been interested in Berlin? Has that always been a thing that you've just been really into, Jackson? Berlin is someone I deeply admire as a literary artist and Aww, you know, someone with so... such talent. Yeah, well, she is so very, very you. talented. Marky. Oh, you're so kind. Thank you both, gentlemen. Yes, well, you know, I've always told her how talented she is, and uh, I think that, you know, you coming up now with your little uh, compliments won't won't do you all too good, I think good, it's will? very fitting that you admire talent, because that's what people who often lack it tend to do. You know, Lucky. We call that <laughs> being a fan, Jackson. No, no, no Berlin, it's fine. I, I don't think you know, of you like uh, that, Jackson. I promise. <laughs> Mark. You're a friend. You're a dear, dear oh, friend. I promise. No, you're, you're too kind. You're too sweet. Mark, have you read my new book? Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> oh, it's, I'm sure it's... It's hitting the markets very soon. I, I thought I had you on the list to get an advanced copy, but oh, it, it seems it must have missed Funny you. how that worked out, considering it's funny. that... It's so funny My mother helped out. you get it published. Funny how you just forgot that name on the <laughs> list, but it's cool. That's totally fine, right? I'm sure she got it. She called me on the phone last week to tell me oh. all about how she loved the book and how... You, She's oh, yeah, such a she lovely so woman. Nice she really she, is, Marky. You know, You're so lucky to have such a great mother. Yeah, she, she loves to just help uh, struggling artists really build their confidence. So that tracks, Jackson. That tracks very Struggling much. artist. Wow. I mean, no, she always tells me how she wished she had me as a son. So, you know, it'd oh, be so great funny if we, like uh, that. you know. Yeah, that's that's honestly a yeah, hilarious she, joke. Yes. That's so funny that you would so ever funny. be capable of being in this family, you know, because there's a certain level of, of skill that's required. There's a certain level of, uh, let's say, je ne sais quoi, that you need to carry with you at all points in time. And so for Susan to extend that invitation to you is just so interesting. She's so funny like that. Isn't that right, Berlin? Oh, she's such a funny that she lady. would joke I love like her that. So much. <laughs> well, Mark, I mean, you know, I do <laughs> perhaps take a little bit more after your mother with my physique, this slim uh, musculature of mine. So Okay, so maybe you could keep my mother's musculature out of your mouth, Jackson. How about that? How about we 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 keep the lines and we you stop could. crossing them. How about you snort another line instead of crossing another one? How about that, Jackson? Mark. No, 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 because he, he wants to talk about my mother, my mother at a party that she's helping to, to what? To, to get your book out there so you can have an awesome book and you're going to speak about her like that? I just won't stand for it. Well, if you've got the musculature, well, you can prove it right here and right now. Come here, Mark. All right, p put it up. Such a remarkably Hemingway method of solving problems, gentlemen. Standard rules? Yeah, standard rules. First count to ten, you get the dub. If the hand hits the table, you're out. This is such a testament to toxic masculinity. All right, on three. Three, 
No, that wasn't supposed to be like a one, two, three. Sorry you can't keep up, Mark. Super uncool of you. Mark, attending purple. Be careful. So sorry definitionally you cheating. You're literally keep up with someone who's your cheater. equal or better in every way. Fair. Maki, are you okay? It's not. I'm fine. He, he cheated. I'm just gonna. I gotta go. Wait, my. Watch my out face. for the. Oh, 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 you seem oh, to have uh, a bit of a stain everywhere. Oh, uh, Please go clean that up. It's cashmere, Maki. It's fine. It's fine. The cashmere helps helps bring out the the fabric. Oh my gosh. You've got to clean it before oh. it's ruined. I know how yeah. much you love that shirt. Nope. No, it's fine. It's just, I need to, I need to go. I don't even want to be here anymore because why would I want to be here with a bunch of jerks? Oh, a bunch of like jerks. Like Jackson. We, I warned you about who, who the, cheat, I warned who you. Who cheat in arm wrestles and have no respect He didn't cheat. I was watching three. very he closely. Counted, he didn't count to three. He just counted three and then he started it. It's, I don't even want to be here anymore. So just, God, you, you all are just a bunch of jerks. I? Uh, I don't know, Marco. I texted you, like, literally 60 times. It was, I think, the most I've ever texted you since that thing happened with Jenny and HR. Oh, yeah, but you text me a lot. Like, your average is somewhere around, like, 40. It was, it was May 6th. It was May 6th. Do you not? May 6th. Oh. I can't believe it. With one final meaty squelch, the hound has been defeated. The new winner of the Crimson Ring Championship is Markel Golden Fist Bookerson. The prize for winning this championship is 5,000 US dollars. What are you gonna do with your winnings? I'm gonna set aside most of it to help send the twins to college, and the rest of it's gonna go to my little sister's braces. Fantastic. Can I get a medic yeah. over here for the hound? That was the day when I was hired by the um, the Mexican restaurant down the street, Crazy Gringos, and I had been hired to be their uh, pinata for the Cinco de Mayo party. Yeah, so I was the pinata, and that's why I was unavailable. Look. It doesn't even matter that you didn't come because, honestly, I'm over it. Are you sure? (laughs) Did it hurt a little bit when I was walking down the street with my shoes squeaking like I was a little disgusting clown just squelch squelch squish squish did that hurt yeah did it did it hurt when a small german boy in lederhausen pointed at me from across the street and called me a dirty little fruit boy oh my god yeah yeah that hurt uh, did it hurt when my mom looked at me shook her head and sighed. Yeah, yeah, that hurt a lot. Uh, but honestly, I'm over it. 
right? I'm over it. Uh, I'm cool. I'm not upset about what Berlin's doing or what Jackson Jackson is doing. Uh, I don't care that my mother thinks that he's on the cutting edge of literature. That that doesn't matter to me at all. I'm totally fine with that. And the fact that Berlin and Jackson are both for some reason in South America at the same time. Wait, what? And South America? Yeah, uh, apparently they're in, like, Chile or something together, and if they are uh, posting each other on each other's Instagram story, but it's not really them, because it's actually just their hands, and it's like, oh, first date, kind of nervous, we're doing a soft launch. Yeah, you know, if they're doing that, I'm not upset about that if they're you know maybe sharing a small charming apartment over a little bakery where the locals you know bring them fresh bread every day and it looks like it tastes delicious and like it's just got such a great volume to it maybe maybe i'm not upset about that and if berlin feels like she's happy doing this then i'm happy that she thinks that she's happy with this with this with this with this hack and honestly that's good for her that she has found what she believes to be happiness and that jackson uh gets to uh waste his time and eventually get his heart broken too because i'm sure you know he's gonna you know ask his mother for the family ring and then he's gonna find out two weeks before he was planning to propose that actually actually the relationship isn't heading in the direction that she wants and actually he's not as mature as she needs from a partner at this point in time and Actually, he's going to go home and he's going to cry himself to sleep because maybe he is a sad, dirty little fruit boy. Oh, my God. Mark. I need a moment. I'm going to head to the balcony. Okay. And, um. Do you want me to bring you some water? No, it's cool. I have some out there already. I also have Kleenex. It's, um, it's fine. Yeah, you go outside and go bring it. Yeah, I'm just going to count the stars in the sky and hope that they fill a bit of the void. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, uh, while Mark does that, self-care is important here at the bookmarks, but uh, while Mark takes care of himself, we're going to head to a pre-recorded commercial. We'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in this far into the bookmarks podcast now we just have a little brief word from our sponsor that would be mark's dog whose name is sponsor you know i think that you know anyone who is in the business of any business ought to get themselves a little commercial spot get it like a dog name spot with us the bookmarks thank you markel hey um Mm -hmm. hey Hey, sponsor, don't don't eat that sponsor, sponsor. That's my sandwich. Sponsor, sponsor, you are not supposed to be eating mayo. Sponsor! Markel. Oh, God. Markel. Mark, oh, God. Sorry. Uh, he, how is he eating that fast? It's two separate halves. Come on. Sponsor. Sponsor. Spread it out. Stop, stop. No, no. no. Put it down. He's drop not it. supposed drop to it. eat drop that it. fast. The drop doctor it. said... <laughs>
Mark's currently sitting on the balcony. So, uh, you know, I'm going to take over for a little bit. Um, I've been thinking about having this segment that I'm going to call Markel's Corner, where I'm going to talk about anything that's even loosely related to books. Um, and so today, what I think I'm going to focus on is Twitter and my feelings about the platform. Um, I think it's a great way for authors and readers to be able to interconnect. And it's a great tool for people who want to become aspiring writers to reach out to publication and agents. But it's a little bit weird as somebody who's working on their own version of the great American novel TM that you have this ever-present audience. Like you need to be open and available to people to create content and to show that you're a real person and not, you know, like a like a commercial, you know? But you have to protect your privacy at the same time because I mean, I know that I've personally done some things that you know, if if anybody found out about them, that would not be ideal. I mean, nothing, nothing bad, nothing serious. But I mean, you have to be on social media these days, if you're a young artist, and you want to get anywhere and you have to be noticed and you have to have the followers and you have to have the content. I mean, what is a, a novelist slash cage fighter slash drag racer slash keyboardist for an underground indie band slash redacted slash monkey trainer slash podcast host supposed to do? Personally, I think I need to go and post a haiku. And on that note, I'm going to read out some of my favorite tweets that sound like poetry. Verily vindicated, vendiferous, beautiful vowels. God, I love alliteration. Are you, uh, are you feeling better? A lot of stars in the sky. Yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah. it's a beautiful night. I am. Um, yeah. I'm, I am so so sorry, that I I didn't realize that you had such strong feelings for Berlin. I I mean I I know you'd you'd been with her for a while, but marriage that's a big step. Um. Honestly, you know. I think that I think that I've been a little bit unfair um, to this book, and I, maybe I've been even a little bit unfair to Jack's own, Jack's own, and even Berlin a little bit uh, today on the podcast. Uh, I, you know, I did, I did really like her. I liked her a lot, and. Um, you know, I could see a future with her, but um, honestly, in life, people have seasons, and sometimes people leave you um, because they're in a different season, and maybe in the future, you'll be in the same season again, but for now, 
you know, I just have to respect that she's in a spring and I'm still in a bit of a winter. The book was the book was good. The book was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 This was a this is a great book, The Liar Amongst Us by uh, Jackson Jackson. Uh, pick it up if you can. Give it a read. It'll take you a weekend. You know, not a long book. It's it's got some fun moments. A lot of them. It's got some good characters. And even though I do sort of hate to admit it because he is kind of a jerk. Jackson Jackson is a very talented author. You know, I got to say, Mark, I think that you're you're coming at this from a very healthy standpoint. And I, I just want to say I'm really proud of you. I appreciate it. Um, I think I need to go to McQuellen's and yes. uh, maybe get a slice of chocolate cake. Chocolate uh, hopefully cake. Hopefully, I don't yes. cry into it this time. Um, you want to go? You want to go get some? Yeah, let's go get some chocolate cake. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Cool. You know, I heard they're thinking of like redoing the menu kind of soon, so they might have some new menus items in the future. Do they have a brunch menu? Uh. Totally. Duh. That's like the thing that they just added. Well, I know what we're going to do this Sunday. Sounds good. (sighs) All right, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us this week for our inaugural episode of The Bookmarks. The Bookmarks. The Bookmarks. Yeah, I knew I had to sing to get you to sing, you know? (laughs) That's how it works around here. I'm Markel Bookerson. I am Mark Bookerson. No relation. No relation. Uh, And this has been The Bookmarks. Follow us on socials. All the socials. We're on every single one of them. And we will catch you next week with another hot read. Starring the vocal talents of Mark Bookerson as Cody Smith. Markel Bookerson, played by Virginia Lee. Berlin Sohal, played by Meredith Nudo. Jackson Jackson, played by Julian Daly. Ring announcer, played by Julie Mallet Perret. Our podcast is supported by people like you. You can support us and other shows made by WGC by subscribing to WGC Productions on Patreon. And you can follow us at WithGoodCo on Instagram and Twitter and at WGC Productions on Tumblr and Facebook.